Hello everyone and welcome to Bite Size Wednesdays, where we take a bite of life with a bite of your time. These episodes are going to be short and we will be sharing bite-sized wisdom on topics like parenting, education, homeschool hacks, something we're loving. The possibilities are just endless. Sometimes it'll be us sharing on an episode or another time it might be one of my sisters. And eventually, hopefully once a month, we'll have a listener come on and share their pro tip for the month. So if you guys have something you'd like to share, please send us an email or message us. Hope you enjoy. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Homeschool Project Podcast. I'm Anita, one of your hosts, and I hope you guys are all having a wonderful week. I'm here recording outside of my back patio on a beautiful fall evening. So I was going to say, please excuse any background noise, but hopefully, if anything, you're hearing some crickets, which I will not excuse. Possibly might hear some cars driving by, but we'll try to fix that with the editing. So I'm here for our Bite Size Wednesday. So again, I'm going to hope to keep this one short and sweet. I typically fail at this, but that will be the goal. So if it's five minutes or ten minutes, that is my plan. And today I thought I would continue on with some of these very homeschooly topics that we've been doing only because it being still the start of the the new learning year for many families. And I'm just trying to get all the conversations that I feel would be very beneficial at the beginning and get them out now, as opposed to jumping down some other random topics that I think could hold off until a little bit later. So today I kind of wanted to just briefly discuss organization and then finding your rhythm because I feel that this is something that can be very helpful in any homeschool family. So whether you are someone that likes more structure all the way down to an unschooler, I still think that having some form of planning and organization can be very useful to your days. So When it comes to organizing, I feel that it's typically like there's these two general divides. And that is either you are a person that loves schedules and you've got that type A personality schedule, which I'm not knocking because that was that was me. And I fight that (laughs) curl inside of me every day. (laughs) But um, so you you might be the one that has, you know, Monday through Friday completely planned out all the way down to times, okay? So you can organize your weeks based on a schedule, okay? Then there's the other way of organizing, which many like to call a rhythm, a rhythm to your days. That was a new term for me when I began homeschooling. And it's just, it's kind of like just finding the beat of your family's Uh, culture of your family's homeschool. That's, I think that's kind of where the word rhythm can fall into play, at least my translation of it. So what does that mean? Well, with a rhythm, it's going to be something that I just, I feel like it's just, it helps organize your days in a less structured way. All right. So then you're like, well, what does that mean? In a way you can kind of think of it as like creating a pattern to your days, which in the end will help decrease those episodes of chaos in your home amongst your kids. 
And that ripples into a decrease of overwhelm for you, the parent, right? When we think about figuring out our rhythm to our homeschool, you kind of just start to, in a way, I felt like I had to start off structured, okay, if I'm going to be honest. This is how it played out for me. This might be more helpful if I just go with my scenario. And I started my days uh, with the Monday through Friday and trying to kind of divide out the subjects throughout the week as I saw fit. Well, as I started to follow that schedule, I became overwhelmed anytime I did not meet something on the checkbox, right? If I didn't meet it, I was becoming more stressed. And I quickly found out I don't need that. I don't need added stress. I don't want to have something written down that if I don't complete it, I'm actually going to feel like I failed at it. So what ended up happening was I began to just change my mindset and think, okay, so I want some sort of organization still to my days, but I don't want to feel that I am tied to it, if that makes sense. Hence the rhythm. So for us, we do like to have our mornings, unless there's like some sort of appointment scheduled or an outing with friends, or if it's a day that I know that we just want to hit the park first thing in the morning. Okay, put those aside. All the other days, we like to come together in the morning for circle time. Okay. I don't don't know what to label it. Everybody has a different name, (laughs) circle time, morning time, morning basket, whatever you want to call it. To me, it's just, um, my daughter, even the other day called it more her, our morning collective, (laughs) I guess to her, just us gathering together. And I thought that was so cute. So basically every, and we have been doing this since day one of homeschooling, which is how I feel like it's just, this is one of those things. that's part of our rhythms. But we like to come together around the breakfast table every morning and have breakfast. And while we're having breakfast, we start our prayers and go into our religious readings, whatever that may be, whether it's from one of our books or the Bible, whatever. We love to start our days like that. There is no time though. Okay, so we're not tied to a time to do this. It's just one of those when everybody wakes up in the morning and we finally just get settled in our seats, then we start our day like that. But there, again, we're not tied to anything as far as time. Like, so if my son wants to go out and play first thing in the morning, I'm completely okay with that. I want him to get that energy out. I will always put the outdoors first because to me, it makes a happier child in the end. And one that's going to have, really, they're going to learn more because their minds are now clear and they're more open and they're refreshed. And it's like a ripple effect. So if they want to go outside, I will let that happen. So we have that. And then after that, we love to read, have a read aloud. Most of the time, it's going to be what I call story time. So it's going to be a very enjoyable book that, you know, if they're not completely paying attention 100%, it's okay if they miss some things. But the point for me is that I just want it to be, again, build that sense of like, of bonding and of everybody kind of starting to settle into like, okay, we're starting this beautiful day and we're ready to conquer it. Okay. Then from there, we typically go into a tiny bit of circle time. I still call it that because I think it's, it's very 
fitting, right, for our preschooler. So the older kids like to help the preschooler sing the traditional songs, like days of the week, months of the year, things that I think are very important for our kids to know. And sometimes when you don't aren't intentional about putting that in your days, you forget to like even teach that or mention that. And next thing you know, your kid's like six and they don't know the days of the week, okay? I'm not saying I speak from experience, right? Um, So we do. We do that real quick. He enjoys it. And then we go into math because to me, math is very important to do almost every day if possible. But if, if, if any subject is not going to make the cut for that day, it's not going to be math. It's going to be all the other things. So I try to, within my rhythm here, do our beautiful gathering in the morning with the things that we love to come together and share together, then leading into what I consider the very important subjects, the subjects that to me, if again, if something has to be let go that day, because we're wanting to just enjoy life, or it's just super busy, or the four year olds having a meltdown, I'm having a hard time helping the other kids. I'm going to then try to get knock out those subjects first thing. And then we have so it's going to be math typically that leads into either grammar or writing one of those. And then we go into snack time. And I think that that's very important too. The kids need that. Plus it's great, you know, health wise. Snack time typically might be outside. So it's another outdoor break. And then from there, we go on to um, basically hitting up the rest of the subjects I might have written down in my day. So how does this work out as a rhythm? So you could take like a template Monday through Friday If you're one that doesn't want to do the same subjects every day and you want it to be rotating, right? Because we're not going to do history every day or we're not going to do geography every day. So because I like it rotating, I will actually write that on a, a blank template Monday through Friday, what the rhythm is. There's no time slots. It's just basically if we had an ideal day, this is how that day would flow. Some people will literally just take one, they don't even put it Monday through Friday. They just put like their rhythm and one list, if that makes sense. I wish I could like visually show you, but so maybe that one list, that one hit wonder for the, of what their weekly rhythm is would be morning time, story, read aloud, math, music. And then they might put in parentheses, rotate, history, geography, Spanish, picture study, music study, that kind of thing. So they may only have it, again, in just one long list instead of dividing it over Monday through Friday because to them it might be more overwhelming. So it really just depends on what will be the least overwhelming to you, but it's the same concept really when you, when it is broken down. So again, that's what works for us. And the reason for me, and somebody might define rhythm differently, but for me it's more like, it was different than a schedule because maybe it's just that that mindset again, like I keep saying. With a schedule, I felt like when I wrote it out, I was 100% committed to it. Where with the rhythm, I'm kind of finding what works well for our family and at what point in the day does it work best. So again, the reason why math is going to be right after those that morning of coming together, math is going to follow all of that because my kids work best in the morning to think 
about their math skills. I cannot get them to do math in the afternoon. It's not going to happen. So those are the all the kinds of things that you want to be thinking about. And then your rhythm can even be completely divided. Like maybe you do, um, you know that you're going to do certain things with them on the first half of your day. Then you have a big break of free play and free time. And then you come back together again and do the, the next few things on, on your rhythm. I hope that makes sense. I hope that maybe something from this you found helpful. But that's it for today. Because again, I don't want to take up all your time. I just thought that me sharing on that might be of some good use. And if I can think of anything else to help with rhythms, I might just throw it in the show notes or post on it on Instagram. And uh, just a reminder, I do have the free getting started homeschool packet on our, um, I'll put it in the show notes, but also on our website as well as the free uh, camping checklist for families. And it's uh, this is the prime time to go camping. And we have created this beautiful checklist for families to use. And we just hope that it can help bring uh, joy to you guys as much as it has brought to us. All right. Have an awesome week. And don't forget to continue to listen to our home education series. Next up, we will have... Jen Myers from Homeschool CEO on Sunday talking about basically juggling being an entrepreneur, running your own business, and homeschooling your kids. Take care. Bye.